F104's Switched On. Kieran in for Louise this evening. I'm now joined by Leisha McGrath, Chartered Work and Organisational Psychologist. Because, as you've noticed, it's getting a little bit dark outside. And if you find yourself maybe feeling a little bit different, there could be a reason. And uh, Leisha is going to try and explain that to us. Leisha, hello, how are you? Hi, how are you? I am good, I'm good. I'm looking out over a very, very dark Dublin at the minute because, of course, it is late at night. But, it, like, I was looking out the same window at about half past four and, to be honest, it wasn't all that different in regards to light. It is very, very dark this time of year, isn't it? It is, and that's that's the nature of the beast. As we get to this time of year, um, yeah, the, 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 days get, the days get shorter, the nights get longer. Um, it, it's winter, yeah. Yeah, and people may kind of feel a little bit different because of that. And this actually has a name, SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. What can you tell me about that? Yeah, so Seasonal Affective Disorder um, is a type of depression that can come in around this time of year. As there is less daylight, it's thought that it triggers a chemical change in the brain which can which can lead to some symptoms of depression. Now, I'm not a, a clinical psychologist, as you know, but we do all study these types of disorders. Um, and although this is a relatively new one, it was first um, only mentioned, I think, in the mid to late 80s. But we know that it can affect people as they go to work, as they go about their daily their daily lives. So people who don't, you know, ordinarily suffer from any sort of depressive episodes can all of a sudden this type of this time of year start to to feel some symptoms. So they may be a little bit more sleepy. They may not be as interested in some of the stuff that they, you know, would usually get a lot of joy or fun from. Work might feel a little bit more of a, of a drag. There might be a bit of, you know, mood swings and irritability. And that can keep going all the way, kind of low energy, um, low sex drive, hard to think clearly, you know, really quite um, heavy symptoms that we think uh, that they seem to respond best to light sources. So it really is that connection between the dwindling uh, daylight time during winter hours and and uh, the the response mechanism to the symptoms. That's really interesting. And, and is it um, all genders that are affected by this, or is there anyone that is more susceptible to it? It's a great question. From the the data that I've seen on it, it seems to start in young adulthood. So you don't tend to see it in children, and it seems to affect more women than men. Oh. Um, so they don't know why that is, but that seems to be what the data is saying. Now, it could be, you know, that that's who are reporting. We know men, you know, notoriously don't tend to, you know, look after themselves. Guilty, maybe guilty as, well. as charged, Lisa. Look, Lisa, and, guilty as charged. Yeah, and that may that may be part of it. But, you know, it's not a, a, a permanent thing in that it tends to go um, and recede again, the symptoms tend to recede again once the light starts coming back. And of course, there's lots of things that you can do to manage some of those symptoms in the meanwhile. And is this like a winter anxiety for some people? Like, will there be people that will only look forward to three seasons out of the four a year? There are definitely some people who have strong preferences for summer or spring or autumn. And and a lot of people do report feeling um a little bit more challenged by what winter brings. 
also, you know, wet commutes and icy roads and, you know, less ease going about the place, uh, you know, whether that's your day-to-day job or meeting people out socially. But, you know, I suppose one of the things that I would feel very strongly is, is about is that if it's winter, we need to we need to act like it's winter. So, mm-hmm. you know, and when it's summer, we need to act like it's summer. And when it's spring, you know, likewise. But when we're trying to pretend it's summer all year round, then we get into difficulty because actually the energy around us is, is kind of calling for fires and coziness and hibernation like the animals you know, are, 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 are hibernating now. We, we know in the Celtic wheel, this, this, the Celt- this time of year is the Celtic New Year. We talk about all life beginning in darkness. This is our time to go inwards, to reflect, to, be, you know, to hang out on the couch, maybe under duvets with loved ones, to get cosy. And I suppose when we try and fight maybe what are some of our natural impulses, that can get us to feeling maybe run down or, or deflated. Now, I'm not saying that's the same thing, a seasonal affective disorder, but it definitely does have some parallels. We do need to, I suppose, in inverted commas, respect the the time of year that we're in. And I, I was speaking to a friend of mine who uh, who grew up in South Africa, and she now lives in Sweden. So you can imagine the difference in daylight for her. And I was saying, what were the things that really, really worked for you? Because I know we can read it in the literature, you can hear about it sometimes from clients. But she said, you know, light putting candles all around the place, having lamps lit and really leaning into that coziness really helped her to maybe reframe her expectations of, 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 of what life should be like. So it's not all summer all the time or daylight all the time and, and just trying to make sure to get as much light as possible. And as I say, to do the things that maybe maybe winter intends us to do. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely does. And, is it a direct correlation then to sunshine, right, and and to vitamin D? A quick Google search will tell you that yeah. Yuma in Arizona, right, is the sunniest place on Earth, has a total of 11 hours of sunlight in the winter and 13 in the summer. That means Yuma experiences an average over 4,015 hours of sunshine per year. I wow. don't know if the people in Yuma are happier, but I think if I had 11 hours of sunlight in the winter, I would be a happier person. Well, I think maybe, but then also there's wisdom in the winter. There's wisdom in the resting. There's wisdom in the hibernation. There's wisdom in the dreaming in. And I think if we don't have balance in our lives, then we get into difficulty. You're absolutely right. Vitamin D is a big one um, for this condition. And all the other usual stuff that promotes your health, your gut health, your relationships, your movement, you know, not having blue light. Uh, before bed, making sure to get sunlight on your eyeballs as soon as you can, the quality of your relationships, all of those things really, really do help. But, you know, I'm sure those people have a great time uh, in, <laughs> with all that daylight. But then, you know, you might want, you might, they might also like build a really big cinema or something so they could all go and hide in the darkness do, and have the balance in there too. I don't know. Do, what do you think? Do, do we not rest enough like sorry do we not yeah like do the proper cozy winter things enough during the winter and like is that what may cause this seasonal depression because we treat it as if it's like a summer even though it's winter well i very often see that with my clients that they're out all the time they're trying to do all these things they you know they're fearful 
of um, being in and not being out and about and going to their runs and doing all the different things or, you know, and, and obviously it is more hassle if you're commuting in the rain and all that kind of stuff. It's not as easy. Um, but I do think we need more balance. As a society, we don't value rest. We don't, you know, I remember somebody was saying to me, I think it was about two weeks ago, I was at a, a, a conference and someone was saying, do you ever remember seeing rest being valued? Do you ever remember seeing people just being applauded for sitting around the place, not doing anything? And the answer, of course, is no. Mm. We don't value that. We value productivity. We value being out. And that's all the messages we're getting. So people kind of panic a little bit when they feel like they're not doing all the things they should be, in inverted commas, doing. And actually, I think we need to reframe our our programming a little bit around this and, and value rest, value the coziness, value the not doing, because we do need rest. Um, and we know that. And any any of the research will show that rest and connection with others and, you know, appropriate food and all of that will help all of the symptoms of physical and mental health, no matter the season of the year. But I think typically people, like a lot of people love winter and are really able to instinctively lean into all those things. But a lot of people are almost afraid of it because there's a fear of not being busy. There's a fear of not being you know, out in the world and on show and doing all these things. And and I think if we can societally tackle that, you know, it, it might be interesting to see how it how it affects people maybe on the on the lower end of, of conditions such as this. I mean, it is a real, you know, diagnosed uh, condition. It is in the DSM, the, the psychological um, framework that we use to diagnose, you know, different mental health conditions. So it's not in any way to trivialize it. But I think, it, you know, if you don't want to go down an antidepressant route, there are other things you can do to try and support yourself. And I, I genuinely think that reframing winter as that restful time, as a pause, as a cosy, nurturing time is, is a good place to start. And you know what, Alicia? I think that's a good place to finish as well. I really like that. <laughs> Positive note, resting resting more is what we need. Alicia McGrath, tell me where people can keep up to date with what you and yourself are doing and find out more information if they like to contact you. Yeah, thanks so much. So my website is lishamcgrath.com, L-E-I-S-H-A. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn under that name as well. And then my Instagram is start with three minutes. So the number three, start with three minutes. And I do a lot of videos on there around loads of different well-being topics. In fact, I have a piece on seasonal affective disorder up on the grid at the moment as well, so people might want to check that out for further info. Leisha McGrath, Chartered Work and Organisational Psychologist, thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to FM 104. Thank you so much for having me.